I'm giving up. This is my first time fasting and it's been like really hard. I've climbed Mount Kenya and I'll tell you that fasting is more difficult than climbing Mount Kenya. On day three of our fast. I can't even talk. I'm so hungry. My tongue is dry and I was also bored because I'm just used to like, if I don't know what to do, I go eat some nuts. <laughs> it's amazing how much like how much time you have when you don't eat. That's true. But I wanted to say, so we didn't do this for weight loss. However, Hello and welcome to this week's episode of It's Not All Black and White. My name is Sarah. I'm black. I'm Matthew. I'm white. This is the Interracial Couple Podcast. And today we are breaking our fast. Woo! 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 Uh, I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> Ten days ago, we started easing into a fast by just eating vegetables and fruits for three days. And then we cut everything out of our diet, um, except for water. Uh, sometimes a little herbal tea, a little bit of salt. Uh, and now this is, we have completed seven days and here we are. So how has this process been for you since this is your first full fast? Hands down, one of the most difficult things I've ever done. Really? Yeah. It was not easy. Is it more difficult than you expected it to be? Uh, I don't know what I expected, uh, to be honest. I knew I was going to be hungry, mm -hmm. but I didn't know that I was going to be that weak. Right. You know, so I just kind of felt like I had something, I had a different idea of how I was going to feel than how I felt. Right. You know, so for me, the first two, three days of the fast, I was dizzy. Like if I try to get up faster than usual and I move around quickly is I would get really tired and dizzy and... My pee on day two really smelled really bad. <laughs> I'm sure everyone wanted to know that. <laughs> um, so that was like, ooh, geez, what's that? What's that smell? I was also bored, you know? because you bored. Yeah, I was, because I'm just used to like, if I don't know what to do, I go eat some nuts. <laughs> I go to the kitchen, I open the fridge, I do something around food, I make a smoothie, I don't know, go out. Now we can go out, but make some coffee, just like chew something but i wasn't really doing that yeah um so but the interesting going back to what you said about your pee something also changed a day or two later what changed I've... it completely stopped smelling oh at yeah at all for yeah. for both of us like it was amazing yeah the first few days it felt like it was like all these toxins being released and then it was like oh the toxins are gone great yeah yeah how was it for you for the first three days in some ways so this is not my first fast um, I've done this several times before. In some ways, this one was more challenging because I actually didn't have a lot to do. Like in the past, when I've done fasts, I also still had other responsibilities. I had little kids at home, things like that. So there's always something to kind of keep my mind off of what was going on. Mm. And here, I didn't have that. So it was really, and I had the luxury in some ways of really taking things easy. So I did work, right? We worked from on our computers. Um, we There were things that had to get done. But then there's like, oh, I got that little thing done. Now I can go rest or now I can go sit down and read. And I even found when I was reading, concentrating was a challenge. Um, so it was definitely a little bit more spacey. And now I also have to admit that like, I know that my memory is fallible. So those other times could have been just as challenging. I just don't remember because I tend to remember the good things and the easier parts of it. Um, 
though I do remember the first time I did it was like 12 days full on just water. And uh, I still had a job. I think I was still also in classes five days a week. I was doing this program called Consciousness Studies with uh, Dennis Klocek. And um, and I just remember like driving around and it felt like the only stores left in the world were restaurants <laughs> and fast food joints. It's all I could see. I was like, ah, oh, no, I don't want to see another place where there's food. Yeah, luckily it's during the pandemic. So it's like people are not going out to eat. So we were not missing out. Like none, we didn't have friends calling us like, hey, let's go out to eat, yeah. you know. And we also had a an interesting uh chance kind of given to us is that we were house sitting for some friends and since they were going on a trip they left very very little food so like here we've got nuts and chips and you know and all the things that we cook with and it wasn't there it was a strange kitchen in some ways i felt like that made it easier it did make it easier i have to say that because i don't know where they keep their food (laughs) you know so once we went we just cleared the kitchen area and then it was just empty so i think doing it in someone else's house Starting it in someone else's house made it much easier. And also, like, I think we also decided, because the friends we were house-sitting have a garden with tons of vegetables. So we went and we were like, let's ease into this fast by eating only vegetables that they had in the garden. And after three days of eating kale and spinach... I was ready for the fast. <laughs> right. That was pretty good. I mean, there was, there was, it was a double-edged sword because it also meant we were already three days into actually not having a lot of food. So I remember waking up that first morning and usually I'm not hungry in the morning because we do intermediate fasting. So I don't usually eat until sometime between 11 and one, 11 a.m. and 1 p.m. Um, but I woke up that morning and I was hungry in the morning and that's very unusual for me. Yeah, because we had been eating veggies for right. three days for breakfast, for lunch, breakfast, and dinner. Yeah. And we added some quinoa to it, but that's basically like what we ate. So I was like, if I find myself eating another piece of kale, I would rather not eat. Yeah. So I was like, I'm ready for this fast. And then there's an interesting thing that happened to me uh, around day four, because day one, two, and three are generally the hardest. Um, but day four, I woke up. And I actually, the idea of eating, because we thought this was only going to be a five-day fast, um, and then it became a seven-day fast. And I woke up on day four, and like I didn't even want to eat. Like I just felt like my body wasn't ready for it. I really wanted this time. Um, and it's amazing, too, to me how much like time and brain energy goes into nourishment. True. So for me, I had a very different experience on day four. Day four one was one of the most, for me, the hardest, one of the hardest days. It's almost the day I almost quit. Yeah. I went to bed knowing I'm done doing this. I The next day, which was day five, I was definitely going to eat. <laughs> um, and so I woke up on day five and I was like, Sarah, you can do this. You do not quit. You can go to seven days. Like Just push yourself a little bit. And I asked you, like, do you mind going to day seven? Because I wanted to push myself. I wanted to. The whole reason I did that was, like, I wanted to test my willpower. And so quitting would have been, like, really sucked. But then pushing it beyond what I had said I was going to do was really important to me. So I was like, do you mind if we push it to day seven? And you were like. I was down. In fact, 
to be honest, if it weren't for sort of life events, A, kind of needing to get back to being able to focus a little bit better and like kind of push myself uh, in work. And also we're leaving on a trip sometime in the next three to five days. So we want to be able to come out of it here really slowly. But if that wasn't the case, if you had said, let's go to 14 days, I would have hopped right on that bandwagon. I, I can see how most people start a fast that's three days and they end up doing seven days or they end up doing 21 days because if for me, the fast has been hard, but I can see myself continuing. There's something to it. It's also like, it's also enjoyable when you're doing it. You know, there's like right? that. It's kind of a weird, yeah. like sadomasochistic enjoyment almost. Yeah, there's something about it. So I feel like if I didn't, if I wasn't running a business and driving a couple hours to LA and going to be with people, I would, I would think about going longer. Yeah. Yeah, I, feel I can. Yeah, I can definitely see doing a fourteen-day fast, but I just I I, I can't afford it. So, I, what's been your like biggest realization through this process? My, I feel like there's been a few. One for me is like I can actually do harder things because this was hard for me, and I still like pushed through. Yeah. So, yeah, it was like good for me to see that even I can do hard things. Uh, and next time I do it, I would like to like do it differently than I did this time. But it's good that I know that I can do harder things. You know, I, I feel that way too. Like we were somewhat retreated in that we were doing, you know, we, even where we live, we, you know, we haven't, we didn't go to stores. We didn't do anything. We were also in quarantine. So, so there was definitely this sense of there was nothing urgent in our lives to take care of. So that felt good. But I do think, I agree with you. I think kind of the next step or next time to do it would be even nice to take even one more step back. Like just shut the computer and shut off the phones and, you know, maybe I go somewhere where there's a lot of nature or maybe even just stay home where it's just like, okay, but we're just not going to do that stuff. We're going to read, we're going to journal, we're going to kind of do like a staycation kind of thing where it's like, we actually bring some of that sacred energy into the space where we live. Yeah. I wish I did more meditation and I did more journaling, but there's always next time. Yeah. And I want to make this a yearly practice of where I go deeper in terms of fasting. Because when you're fasting, you actually are very in touch with your body. Like, you know, like the other day I was walking and I was like, my knee is like, it's kind of hard to walk. Like I could feel like there was something wrong with my knee. You just pay more attention to the way your body is functioning. Mm -hmm. You know, so also one of the big things for me is that I had a little bit of a, uh, an injury in my neck and in my arms. And I went to the chiropractor and he was giving me some exercises to do. Um, and then to come back in a month after you do these exercises. But one of the great benefits of fasting is that it actually reduces inflammation. Oh, and my tailbone. I hear my tailbone when like an 18-year-old drunken idiot, I decided to jump off a 60-foot bridge into some water, into a river. And I hit it in such a way that I hit my tailbone and it's been pretty sore since. Uh that's another story. Uh, I'm a little bit of a ridiculous person in that way. But um, but it was hurting, and it didn't stop hurting. It wasn't going away, and this thing in my neck. But by not eating, one of the things that happens is your body needs to find a way to kind of continue the energy so you can get out of bed or whatever. So it actually pulls back and 
and consumes the stuff in your body that causes inflammation. So people with inflammation issues, fasting is really, really good for them. And for me, I actually like my neck feels infinitely better after seven mm. days of not eating. My tailbone feels infinitely better. And like, I still haven't kind of like gotten my power back in my arm, but it also like, I don't notice it unless I'm like lifting something heavy. Got it. So that was pretty, I was feel like that was pretty cool so there are a few more things like i did and i don't think like i think like they were like a girl thing that i did during this fast that you probably don't like care about so but i feel like the one of the things like i decided to do were like to stop using lotion you know um i didn't Cross my mind. Yeah. So I stopped using lotion and I just put on some coconut. Like I decided to do that anything I was going to do was going to be all natural. And so I stopped putting on deodorant. Yeah. I smelled. Um, I stopped putting on deodorant and I stopped doing lotion. And then I think it was the fourth day I was like, I'm not going to shower either. So, but you also didn't shower for a couple of days. So I haven't like really experienced like how I, my armpit smell, you know, so I wanted to kind of like experience that because, you know, I shower, I put on deodorant and I just really never smell. So mm. it was nice to like be human again and like smell. <laughs> but today I showered and I put on deodorant. Me too. Um, you did. Well, but not yeah. deodorant, but that's another <laughs> <You showered>. story. <laughs> we called it a seven-day fast because we didn't actually eat anything for seven days. But now that we're coming out of it, uh, we're going to come out of it really slowly and really intentionally. And I think that's where a lot of, like, if I look back to the, my past uh, fasts, that was one of, it's always the thing that has kind of gotten me is coming out of it in the best way possible. Um, um, do you think you've come out of your other fast? I feel like I was with you two years ago when you did your 10-day fast. Mm -hmm. And I felt like you were very careful about the way you came out of it. I I, I was, and I'll tell you how why. Okay. Because the very first fast I ever did, um, I decided finally I was like a teenager. And, you know, my mother's Jewish. Um, and I went to temple for a few years when we actually had a synagogue that we belonged to. You know, I was young, and so I didn't do like fast on Yom Kippur. And finally, I became a teenager. and I was like, you know what? This is important to me. I want to do it. And so I fasted for Yom Kippur. Um, and, then, uh, and then I was so excited to eat that that night my mom ordered pizza. And I ate like an entire pizza. Oh, God, no. And then I just went and I lied down and I fell asleep and I slept for like 12 hours. Oof. So I was a teenager when I learned how not to come out of a fast. Um, but I feel like each time I'm improving it. And in this, in this time... Uh, I think we're bringing even more intentionality to it as we've done a little bit more research and I've done it a few times. So yeah, the last time I always come out carefully, but it's, you know, it is something that I think can be worked on and improved. And I'm kind of excited to see how this is going to, how we're going to come out of this one. Yeah. I've never, I've done a, I have done a juice fast, but this is my, for like three days. Yeah. I don't even know if you call that a fast, but, um, but this is my actual fast and I really, I've, I'm very careful about how I come out of it. Mm -hmm. So I've been doing some research online. I don't know if doing research online on Google and YouTube constitute research, but... Probably not, but... Probably not. You did some Google searches. I did, yeah, and some YouTube searches. <laughs> um, so the way we're going to come out of it is we're going to have salary juice, and then 
Yeah. Which we should we have our, our yeah, fast right, juice? Yeah, we, we are going to break our fast right now. Look, right before we started, oh I made celery God. juice. We can kind of stir that a little bit because it separates a little bit. It's been sitting for a few minutes. Uh, Oh my god. I'm this is celery juice with um, some ginger. Ooh, I tasted the ginger. That, see how I just Ooh, put that in my, my mouth? That, go ahead, that's it. That's mm. the first taste. And then a little bit of lemon juice as well. Oh my god. So let's see how this Ooh. goes. Cheers, dear. Cheers. <sighs> oh my god. Wow. Nourishment. <laughs> All right, sorry if this is going to take us a second to process this is pretty amazing oh my god mm. wow here's one other thing about oh. about fasting is that flavors haven't had flavors in so uh. long that that is like fantastic the ginger i feel it like in my nose and yeah, in my head so nice <laughs> so amazing and that's another thing that i'm kind of excited about is that food is like something you just kind of like do right you get excited about food but it's like it becomes almost habitual, mm. like I eat, I put food in my face, and then I just keep going. Or And now it's like, you know, even thinking about how we're going to do this, a lot of consciousness around it as opposed to unconsciousness, which I, I think that for a lot of folks, the unconsciousness around food is very common. Yeah. Because you need it, right? I mean, like, so... Yeah, you need it. And like for me intentionally, like I want to eat more food because I want to gain muscle, but I also want to eat more food, but good food, right? not just any food. Mm -hmm. So my intention this year has been to gain more muscle weight. Um, but yeah, I want to be also healthier in the way that I think about food and what I eat. Yeah. Um, and so kind of importantly to note too, when we did this, this was really... Like you said, you wanted to challenge yourself with it. For me, I really wanted to cleanse, you know, really just do a cleanse and kind of reset my system. I always find that with the fast, there's definitely a spiritual component. And you said earlier, I wish I had meditated more and I had journaled more, but you meditated twice a day, every day, and you journaled every day. I did not journal every day, okay. but I meditated twice a day. But I feel like I wish I'd made my meditations more intentional. Mm. You so know? they were just your practice as opposed to something that was correct i feel like i wish i had kind of just made that to be my intention that i am gonna do this fast and even set the meditations that i was gonna do aside because what i did i did the meditations that i usually do on my normal days and yeah i wish mm, i was like planned better yep. about the kind of meditation that i wanted to do but definitely i did challenge myself i'm proud of myself for getting through seven days yeah but you also you you journaled a bit i journaled every day yeah i journaled sure. a bit but not every mm -hmm. day Got it. Um, um but i wanted to say so we didn't do this for weight loss no. that was not the point however and we have not weighed ourselves because we don't have a scale which um helps. which helps um However, I put on some jeans that I haven't worn in two years because they can fit and they definitely do fit. So, And so I think kind of going back with how we're going to come out of it, there's that kind of the healthy way really for the system. But then there's also, you know, people, a lot of times I think people fast to lose weight yeah. and it generally doesn't work. And there's a reason why it doesn't work. And there's a wee reason, way to counter that. And we're going to do that. And part of using that same strategy that, you know, to reduce like re, re weight gain is actually 
all because I actually do need to put the weight back on. I'm a pretty skinny guy, um, but is actually to make sure that we also come out of it really gently and intentionally. So do you want to talk about that for a minute? Yeah. So for us, the next three days are going to be pretty much like the fast three days that we went into this fast. Even less intense, like it's Correct. juice, it's broth. So yeah, today we're going to have, after we record this podcast, we are going to have some bison, is it bison? Mm -hmm. Bison soup, warm. Bone broth. Bone so broth. There's just broth. Yeah. And then around 5.36, we're going to have our dinner, which do you want to explain what which dinner is? It's basically going to be a little bit of bone broth with some kale in it. Yeah, and so we're just going to put some veggies in the broth. Yeah, just leafy greens, basically. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think it's going to be the same meal tomorrow. Mm -hmm. um, and it's going to be the same meal the next day. <laughs> and we might add a little bit of quinoa to that. Um, Probably on like day three, we'll add yeah. some uh, some grains. But yeah. That's it, yeah. But, and then after that, we're going to do like intentional intermediate fasting for a while and start like be aware of how much water we're drinking and also how much we eat because i've noticed it can be really hard to come out because you're so hungry and your body is doing something i haven't eaten in a long time and so the uh it basically is saying like oh starvation mode so as soon as it gets food and it knows that there's a lot of food there it's almost like compulsive i can't help but stuff it in my face it takes so much willpower um and a lot of people can't do it. And you're like, oh, I know she just eat a little bit. And then you go back for seconds. So there are two things that we're going to do. One is drink two liters of water before a meal. That way there's, you're already kind of, your stomach feels full. And then uh, the second thing is whatever we put on our plates will never go back for seconds. Yeah, I really don't. I grew up without going up for seconds. And since I moved to America, like I go for seconds and thads. And I just don't want to back. I don't really like it, you because know. Because sometimes the food is just so dang good. It is very good. And then there's, <laughs> so if you go for thirds, then there's desserts and you're actually eating like fourth course every night. Mm -hmm. And I just, and then I'm full and I don't feel good. Like I just really want to eat for nourishment. I just don't like the eating to just be like, Fool. Well, I think you can also eat really for the enjoyment of it. But I think one of the things that happens, at least in my culture, is that part of the enjoyment is not only the taste, but the amount of times you can taste that. So like, I'm going to eat, I eat good food. I am a foodie. I am a good cook. You are a really um, good cook. I eat good food. So I will, but I can eat, you know, this much good food or I can eat this much good food. You know, I can, I can basically, it can be like a French thing or it can be like the all you can eat buffet. And the reality is, is that nobody actually needs an all you can eat buffet, but I eat until I'm full usually, as opposed to eat until I'm actually know that I'm satisfied. Just a side note. I remember the first time I did all you can eat buffet. I was in Vegas and I, I went to an like an all-you-can-eat sushi place. Sushi kept coming and coming and coming, and I just kept eating and eating because I don't do all-you-can-eat. And I went back to my hotel room, and the boy guy that I was dating at the time, he just was like fool and just like went to bed. I slept in the bathroom throwing up. I felt so bad, and that was my introduction to all-you-can-eat. And as I'm throwing up all night, I was like, I am never doing this, like, all you can eat is not a sentence that is going to exist because I was so sick. Yeah. 
And I went to bed at six in the morning because I, I got really sick. So I do not go. To- so it's a cautionary tale about yeah. all you can eat. I, well, your system's not used to it because I'll tell you, I grew up in America and particularly during my teen years, like, and all you could eat was a dream come true because <laughs> it was hard. Like it was almost impossible for me to have all I could eat. The only way I could have all I could eat was at a buffet that was all I could eat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't do those. So, um, yeah. But this has been a, been a really amazing experience. And do you think you'd advise people to do it? You know, I, I do. And there are a couple things. One, I think that you have to be really intentional. You have to know what you're doing. You have to do some research. There are plenty of books. You also, I think it's probably good for people to start off small, like to go right into a seven. I mean, my first fast were one day fasts. And then, you know, I then eventually I did like a 12 day fast, which is a little much for a first fast. I think that in general, I kind of like easing into it is really good. Um, but I will say one thing I hear when I've told people that I fasted is they said I could never do that because I get cranky after my, after missing one meal or whatever. And this is very, very different. A fasted state is completely different than missing a meal. Yeah. You get super cranky when you're like low blood sugar. I know. And I, I really don't like it because I just feel like when I get that cranky, it's like I'm letting my hunger control who I am. And I really, I, it's like something that I want to walk on. There were a few times where we were like a little bit shorter with each other than we often are. Uh, or you were, you know, one of us was feeling a little more sensitive. There was never that moment where you're like, neither of us ever were hangry. No, I didn't. Never hangry. No, just weak. <laughs> yeah, just a little bit weak. And so like for me, I miss a meal. It's not good. Like I get low blood sugar, um, you know. Uh, and I used to have to be really careful and I still do like, well, the first meal I eat in the morning, I have to be very careful because if I eat too many carbs without enough protein or too much sugar, ruin my entire day with blood sugar, you know, or miss a meal, it can be really hard for me, but this is not missing a meal. Fasting is not going hungry. Yeah. I think this is one of the things that I feel like people should have as a lifestyle. I don't know. I just feel like it gives you something. You experience something and you're more in touch with yourself. It's almost as if you're like checking out of life, you know? So especially if you do it intentional, I'm not just saying like go out and fast. I think I'm talking about more intentional fast where you listen to your body, you journal, you meditate. That's the kind of fast I would Mm. tell people to do. And I do want to make this um, as something that I do every year. Right. You know, so and I'll do it with you. Uh, I'll also say that colors, like all your other senses, become so much more heightened. Brain, I found my brain wasn't quite as fast as it normally is, but colors really vibrant. Sounds, I can hear them better because there's not all that attention going into digestion. You know, the body uses a lot of energy to digest. If you're not digesting, that energy is going into the other senses. Yeah, and I found myself sitting outside more and just looking at the trees and like just enjoying nature, Mm -hmm. which on my normal days, like I would not, you know, because I was feeling weak and I didn't want to be on my computer. So I went outside and sat by myself with no phone, just looking at nature. Nice. So. so if you fasted before and have some any good advice, let us know, make some comments, send us an email, all at gmail.com. And, uh, and if you have more questions, also put those in the comments, send us a message. We can send you a few resources and we'll also make sure to add that into our blog that we're going to write on this as well. Um, and otherwise, you know, just make sure to uh, subscribe to the channel or to the podcast. That way you can always make sure 
to get notified when our next episode is available. Good news is it's pretty easy. It's always yeah. on Tuesdays. And if you'd like to join our next fast next year, just email us and we'll... We'll let you know. We'll all do it together. Yeah. Having support makes a huge, it huge does. difference. Yeah, it was nice that we did it yeah. together. So... Okay, so... All right. Cheers. Cheers. Love you. I love you.